welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato, and I will be recapping The Challenge, Season 36, Double Agents, Episode 16, A Most Wanted Man. Unfortunately, my partner, my love, could not make this recap. Hey, uh, hey. Oh, sorry. what? <laughs> sorry. I'm right here. Oh. My name is Ashley Brooke Roberts, <laughs> okay? And I'm a part of this podcast. Oh, okay. Sorry. I guess you were. I didn't know if you were into it. I, uh, I, Guys, sorry. give it up for Nick. Clap for him at home. <laughs> he did the so recap much. by himself last week, Thank and it was so, so good, Thank babe. Thank you so much. Thank you. I haven't had a chance to listen to it what? yet, but I know that you knocked it out of the park. What the fuck? I thought... <laughs> I've been busy, babe. Well, you know what? Uh, let's, let us uh, reclaim our goal gold skull uh, as partners in this season and uh, get busy on this recap. So the episode opened with a classic previously on where we learned that Cam and Corey are now partners. CT is back to training Big T and he's feeling good about their partnership. There was a skydive challenge that Leroy and Casey won and Anissa ended up going into the crater against Big T. Big T sent Anissa home and decided to stay with CT. Then TJ said at the end of the app, we are far from done. So we should say here that Ashley did go ahead and watch the episode from last week. So she's all caught up. She's seen yeah, this whole thing. I watched the episode. I just didn't listen to the your recap. Yeah, that would maybe be insane <laughs> if you uh, went ahead and listened to the recap. But I no, also... No, I fully plan on listening what? to the Why? recap, babe, because I want to see you at work. You want to hear me at work. I want to hear Hear you at work. work. Well, I'll tell you, it was a quality recap. Now, this episode was what I was looking for from last episode as a solo recapper. This was about an hour long. I think it was an hour and five minutes long rather than their normal 90-minute long episodes. And um, I was wondering what they were going to do here. I figured maybe at the end we wouldn't get, because the only other one-hour episode that we've had this season, we did not get the crater elimination and they saved it for the following episode and it was kind of made for an exciting cliffhanger and I kind of understood it, but it was a fun episode. I'm going to say right now that this episode was only an hour because they just didn't have much. This was a bad episode, folks. The, the drama, everybody was resigned to the fact that uh, the people who were going in were going to go in and the people who were not going to go in were not going to go in. And it It's was... a bad episode, but the commentary will be delicious. Of of course, as always, our recap will be a, a notch above the actual content of the television. Show. Should I say the thing that I said when I was watching last week's episode and you were like, oh, I didn't mention that on the recap. Yeah, go ahead. Where I said that Anissa threw her game away for Corey because she could have put in there two, she could have put in two Titans, CT and Darrell, and instead she put in Corey. It ended up that Amber was the, uh, the rogue agent, so she couldn't go in for the girls. And she... Um, Lost. I don't know. It feels like Anissa threw a game away for Corey. I forgot my point actually now because I watched it a week ago. No, but I understand. Maybe edit that out. Well, no, I'm not gonna because you're absolutely right. I mean, she definitely gave Corey like the alley oop to get uh, his skull, and somehow it put her in a bad position. It y'all. did. I'm it sure did. of it. Well, Do she, the math. Someone crunch the numbers. She was playing for other people. She was playing week. for other she people two for weeks Anissa, ago, and, and then this last week she got bit in the butt. Yeah, she did get bit in the butt, but uh, you know, Anissa, hey, uh, as of the, uh, you listening to this recording, there's only a few hours till you get to watch uh, the Listen. the challenge All Stars, 
and uh, it, it, she's on there, so it's going to be great. I said I won't. I can't wait to watch your recap. Watch you on the recap, and you said listen to the recap, and then you said right now you can watch in a couple hours. You can watch Anissa. Oh, on All Stars. I thought you were talking about the podcast, guys. guys it's late. No, <laughs> Ashley has a week off, and it's and it's showing. Folks. I'm rusty. She's rusty. She doesn't know what's going on. I anyway, don't know the difference between watch and listen. We're padding out this recap with a little of the classic Ash and Nick banter, but you know what? I think it's time that we actually jump in to this episode. So it opens with everybody filing back into the house. Big T, the champion, of course, walks in first, and CT touches her, tells her to touch the gold skull, which she did does. We get an interview from Big T where she is just so happy. She can't believe it. And then we get an interview from CT, who's like, she showed everybody. Then we, they, the two of them are in the hallway, and there's a cute moment where she shoots CT with sparkle power. Yeah, because CT is like, I'm down in the dumps. I just feel weird. You know why? Because he wanted uh, Big T to go home so he could get a new partner. You don't know that. That I, scene could have been taken. The The sparkle thing could have been taken at any moment. No, I do know that because he was pissed off. I mean, last uh, episode, Cam called it out. Um, or Anissa called it out, actually. Yeah, that's right. Um, that, uh, yeah, okay, Big T, ju- I mean, CT just wants Big T to go down there, not to get her skull, but she just he just wants me to beat her so he can get a new partner. And you can tell on CT's face when Big T wins in the crater last episode, he's not that thrilled with the whole thing. And the whole, like, yeah, if you want to ride with me for the rest of the deal and the team tnt or whatever he doesn't give a shit and then when they come back and she's all excited he's like yeah i'm kind of dejected uh because i feel like i don't know it's an uphill battle for us but he does not want to be big t's partner he's already made a fool of her and himself weeks ago with the cam switch and that whole debacle ct is not a genuine guy he's a liar and he's trying to get he's trying to get as far as he can in the show and i can't blame him because that's how you play this game and and honestly, you could see this going through this entire episode. You could tell this whole demeanor that CT has towards Big T. It's I feel bad for Big T. CT, honestly, you're not gonna get by by looking like some honorable guy who's helping people out. You're kind of an asshole. That's fine though. It's the challenge. Just be honest. We then see a little convo in the bunks. This episode, by the way, is made up of a lot of little convos in the bunks. And we see Casey talking to Amber. And they're talking about how just like great the Big Brother group is doing. Oh my God, we're so good. We really did a good job. And Amber B in an interview says, I feel like Casey has my back. And then Casey in an interview says, Big Brother knows the power of staying loyal, staying solid. Hey, I wonder if they're going to stay solid this episode. Hmm, you think this might be a setup? Well, you know, they've been doing it the entire season. They've been really spoon-feeding us the edit this season. Yeah, we were talking about this at the, some point in this episode where we feel like they're they're patting us on the head with their edits. Like, oh, you're a good little watcher. Yeah, because every episode of this season, the first couple of interviews is literally somebody that's either going to get thrown in or throw somebody in, and they are saying the exact opposite in their interviews. And There's been no surprises. Really, if you, if you pay attention at all on these shows, you go, okay, so Amber is saying that she feels really comfortable with her team. I wonder if her team is going to turn on her. Mm. Uh, well, spoiler alert, folks. So uh, l- let's continue. I- I'm fired up, folks. I got a cold yeah. brew in my hand, and it's 9.18 p.m. on a Tuesday. 
It's insane. Let's do it. Put that coffee down. Okay. That brings us to the big couch. Kyle, Cam, and Nani are talking about Amber B. And just kind of like talking about like, is she going to be a good partner? Is she going to be, is she a competitor? Does, Does she have endurance? Cam in an interview says that her, that Kyle and uh, Amber B are going to have to figure out how to work together. Kyle says in an interview, there are only three people in this game who have my back. Amber B, because she's my freaking partner and is stuck with me. CT and Big T. And I have to do everything I can in this new challenge to pull off a win because those aren't big numbers, friends. They're not big numbers, especially when you count a few people in your numbers who have not had your back this entire season and have already double-crossed you not once, not twice, but probably thrice. Uh, get your head out of your ass, Kyle. This CT's is and no one's alliance is the problem. <laughs> and don't you know that by now, I, Kyle? I just, the idea that you have to count CT as a number for anybody, anybody in this show, is insane. CT is playing his own game always has been always will be we'll see if that comes to fruition that takes us to the night we see ct waking up big t in her bunk at the crack of dawn he's like wake up dress warm and then we get an interview from big t saying he's going to train me now i was taking notes did he use his foot to wake her up i think he might have that fucking pisses me off man i'll tell you what she wakes him he wakes her up at about the crack of dawn 5 a.m and in my you wake up a dog with your foot you wake up a human with your hand ct remember that for the future in i don't know that he did uh it sounds familiar but it also just seems like a ct thing to do my thing is i I feel like here going on my uh theory that he does not want her as a partner he's like fuck it i'm gonna wake her up at five o'clock in the morning i'm gonna you know it's like you didn't have to do this at five in the morning yeah it's ridiculously early i mean she's like i want to go to sleep this is awful and then he's like you know what she's not even like that she she's she's kind of like wow this is early okay i guess if you say so ct oh she's like i would rather be doing anything but this right but But she's still going along with it she goes along with everything that he says like he's some sort of friggin guru and it's 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 annoying it's like ct's a piece of shit to you i i like him in this game because this is what i'm looking for but be open up your eyes folks so they're talking in the kitchen and CT says, we've got to beat your body to a level of exhaustion. And then we see Big T on the treadmill and then the camera does a slow reveal. It pans over to the left to see CT sipping coffee. And all bundled up. I thought they were both training here. And this made me laugh out loud. The fact that, nope, it's just Big T. And CT was like a drill sergeant, was going to watch her run and count things out and kind of help her along with her workout. CT, you don't need to work out for the final i've seen you gas before it's i i don't I, this is unreal to me yes it was funny to watch uh but it's unreal that he woke up at 5 a.m just to watch her go on a treadmill it's insane yeah um big t says in an interview winning this season is so important to me it's more important than the money that brings us to the kitchen where the green light challenge activated sign signal is going off through the house and for the first time in the entire season we see the challengers react to this proving nick's hypothesis his theory that this was superimposed and post-production that they added this false listen i think it's kind of a coincidence that the one episode 
that is episode 16 where we actually see the light that is turning green in the show in the house is also the first episode that any challengers have mentioned the green light because Nani has an interview about she's sick of seeing this Babe, green light. Babe, we've seen the green light go off in the house so many times. Yes, what do you mean we've never seen that? I've never seen. What I saw was like light lighting, track lighting under like by the molding. Oh, I see what you're saying. Every other time it's been like I'm looking at a challenger, they're in mid-conversation, all of a sudden green light is glowing off their faces and it's going in the room. The camera was kind of propped up to the point where you actually could see the light in the molding and then I was like oh it really is green lighting and then immediately Nani had an interview where she talks about the green lighting I call bullshit what bullshit you think they listened to our pod and then went back and retroactively added green lights to the house and then filmed those scenes exactly Nani says in an interview I'm so sick of these green lights that and then brings- she winked <laughs> she didn't wink. she didn't wink you sure that brings us to our challenge. TJ says, welcome to your next challenge. It's called Global Domination. Um, this challenge, I'm going to try and explain it to you. It was, you know, how would you describe this challenge? This, I believe, is, um, w- w- what's the uh, gladiators? What's that? Is that what it's called? Yeah, everybody's in a sphere that's like a cage. So you can walk around in your big bubble sphere that's a cage. Some are silver, some are blue. There's offense and there's defense. And the idea is to roll your ball with you and, and your partner inside of it over these like craters that then will release steam. And how and whoever gets like the most, hits the most spots wins but it was just like hard to watch will you explain why babe because once again it's one of these challenges where you unless they note it on the screen with like a little sign or words that come up on the screen and say this is who this team is or this is how many points this team has you if you didn't have any of that you would not know who is in what ball you wouldn't know how well they're doing you wouldn't know who is on defense who is on offense you literally can't tell who is who everyone's wearing black and everyone's in these like balls you can like halfway see through and, it's and very they, odd just put a deep Cal on it that says Cam and you know whoever her partner is. Yeah, Corey. Uh, Corey, like you know what I mean. It's just like why, why can't I get why can't I why can't everybody helmet everybody's helmet be like a different neon color? If you're gonna have black jerseys, maybe have like neon color helmets. It's so annoying to me. Th- this is my problem. You hear idiots like Johnny Bananas calling the challenge America's fifth biggest sport. Yeah. Is that what it is? Fifth, America's fifth sport. Favorite sport? Yeah, fifth favorite sport. It wouldn't be fifth sport because they're not counting soccer or something like that. And there's also things like high ally and rugby. Yeah, he's just saying, everyone, you're saying he's saying take the challenge as an actual sport. Yeah. Respect it as a sport. Okay, so how come when I'm watching a hockey game, I know who's winning? And how come when I'm watching basketball, I could tell who has the ball? Do you know what I mean? Like the idea that the edit is so quick and crazy and they don't do anything to tell me who's on what team and and where we are just because they're going to hodgepodge edit it together anyway, you know, and, and, and I fucking hate that. Every so often you in this season and in the past few seasons, you get a, a daily challenge where I get to follow the whole thing like it's a competition. Rarely, though, do I get that any longer 
in this show. Yeah, it is really annoying when you're watching it because you don't really know what's going on. And the only way you can follow the actual action is through these like post interviews yeah. that kind of they come in, they tell us what's happening. And then we kind of see a clip of someone rolling in a ball. But it's like you're not actually watching the competition. Once again, put an egg on a spoon and have these people running and doing Give a three-legged a survivor. race. Oh, my God. Or what they used to do with the challenges. I know they're hokey and, and all that shit, but... Like, I mean, I, I just don't care about how cool the atmosphere looks and how when you shoot the thing, it looks like an action movie when I can't tell if the team I want to win is in the lead or not. It's so frustrating. And I tune out all the time on these yeah, days. It's really gone. And it's been a recent trend. I feel like it's been the past like three or four seasons where we get these dailies that are just kind of, it's like a clip show with a lot of post uh, post challenge interviews in there telling us what happened. And I'd like to just take this moment. If you work on the challenge or you're at MTV, I'd love for you to hear us on this and show us the challenge. You are ne they never, they are so, they think they're putting on the ground greatest television show of all time they are so like patting themselves on the back with how cool the season looks and how they're amping it up every i listen to the producers talk on the challenge uh, podcast every once in a while they are so happy with how they're shoot how this looks like a spy movie and like the little uh you now know the themes lame. each season it's so lame and i'll tell you what i bet you challenge all stars doesn't do this i bet you that they go back a little bit and it's a little bit more understandable how they're shooting some of this stuff. And you can actually digest the competitions. Because you don't want to know why? These people on the Challenge All-Stars aren't like CrossFit decathlon athletes that they have to like push to their max. I imagine they're going to have to just climb over like a use like a rope swing to get to a place or like do like a monkey bars to get, you know. And You're we're thinking like see, a champs versus stars. I'm going to see like real. I feel like we're going to see relay races at like very high altitude. Right. Do you know what I mean? Or like in the woods or something. And I'll probably be wrong. I'll probably be wrong about that. But and maybe because the budget is smaller. I don't know what I mean. Now, the problem is the challenge does very well. The challenge comes in at the I believe like the number one in the demo time slot this season throughout the entire season. So obviously they're not going to change anything up. They're winning for men 18 to 49 or whatever. But still, I'm in that demo, and I can't fucking understand what the fuck's going on on your challenges. The show's called The Challenge, and I can't watch the challenge part of it because it's annoying. Have I stressed this point enough? I think I have. So we get a little pre-interview. Oh, by the way, this is something is that um, because it's an offense and defense type game and there's an odd number of teams, one team gets to go twice. And I was well, I was like, I wonder if they had to like switch out a challenge to do this last minute because when they're planning these things, it does seem like a detail you would notice and then you'd be like, oh, well, let's do that when there are six teams left instead of when there are seven teams left. So I'm just curious as to what happened there. I'd love a little backstory. Um, but because of that, Leroy and Casey get to decide who who plays twice. And of course they pick themselves. 
Uh, Kyle says beforehand, before they go in there, if we don't win, we will end up down there 100%. And we have like a little pregame between Corey and Cam, a little interview there where Corey says, we don't want to see Big T and CT win or Amber and Kyle. And then Cam says, because we want to send them in against each other. So like right now, we know the house's strategy at this point. Kyle and Amber B have to play for their life. And so do CT and Big T because the rest of the house is against them. Yeah, Leave, yeah. I, I probably won't have anything else to say about the. About the Let Bailey. me just go through it real you quick. Just, just go through it. Yeah. So Leroy and Casey fall immediately, which made Nick laugh. And then we see in an interview, Nani and Nani and Fessy are going, and like Nani's complaining about Fessy as a partner. Like he, she's like, he has no awareness of me in there. He's a Division One athlete. I'm tiny. He's like rolling it without even paying attention to where I'm at in the ball. And like I'm worried I'm gonna lose a bone. Okay. She wants to lo- I am going to say something. How do you lose a bone, Nani? Let me. I mean, I guess I know how you would lose one, but is that is that what the first thing that comes to your mind that you're going to lose a bone? Cam and Come Corey on. like actively push Big T and CT. They actively stop them from going on these like little steam holes. And so when it's Big T and CT's turn to do f- defense, they do the same thing to Corey and Cam. Um, Amber B in an interview says, Fessy, I'm so over you because Fessy was uh, hitting his ball up against Amber and Kyle. And then Amber B and Kyle, they really hustled for this win. They hustled so hard. And then at the end of it, TJ says it was really, really close. It came down to one target. It's between Nani and Fessy, Casey and Leroy, Kyle and Amber B. The one team that got the most targets was bum, bada, bum, bada, bum. Casey and Leroy. They went twice. They had a warm-up round. Leroy in an interview says, I can't believe this. Five challenges? I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd come on a challenge and dominate so well. That brings us back to the house where Leroy and Cam are sitting in the bunks. And Leroy's like, what's wrong? Like, why are you upset? And Cam's like, I just got to, I have to keep politicking because it might be me. And Leroy in an interview is basically like, listen, I'm not going to throw in. He's like, we're getting down to the wire. People are going to throw each other in. And I'll throw in anyone besides my girl or Nani. That I I wonder what Leroy, what happened between Leroy and CT? They just don't keep up. On the off season. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, Leroy went to CT's wedding. I know, but that was kind of booked by the challenge. I, I understand. It was produced by them. He did cut CT's hair on his wedding on day. On his wedding day. And it was one of the more uh, heartwarming so, scenes I've ever seen out of, out of the challenge universe. And, yeah. And uh, I... and they It had, felt legitimate. And, it, and they had such a moment there where I really believed that they were a, str- a strong friendship. They're not even speaking to one another on this challenge. It's weird. It is weird. I think something's going on with CT. I think he's going through a divorce. He's having a hard time. Is that confirmed? Time. He's going through a divorce? I don't know if it's confirmed. Okay. I don't know if it's confirmed. Yeah. All right. Um, But I don't know. CT seems like a real... CT seems really shitty on this season. Like, I don't I haven't liked his attitude. The way he's talked to Big T has made me be like... Um, back the fuck off a of big T. My problem okay. with CT lies in his interviews. He's not honest in his interviews. He's pretending like he's some sort of, yeah, you know, I'm just helping out big T because that kid's got a lot of heart. Yeah, like, just say you feel off. like she's bringing you down. Like, like somebody like Kyle, who's just like, yeah, I'm this person's partner, but fuck them because they suck. Like, at least 
lie to people's faces, tell us, the viewers, the truth. But he wants like a good edit, like a good guy at it. And that that annoys me because he's not a good guy. He's playing a bad guy game. You hear everybody in the house talking shit about him. Like, I'm not talking to CT. That guy's a fucking liar. And then all of a sudden, you know, you don't get any of it from actual CT. Like, yeah, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. Who knows? We could do... It's just like, be the fucking honest person so we could get the real story. It's yeah, annoying. You shouldn't have had cold brew, babe. Okay, no more cold brew after 3 p.m. No more... Co- Say it with me. No, no more, more cold, cold brew, brew after 3, 3 p.m. So that takes us to a night out. Kyle, Amber B, Big T, and CT are all on a picnic table scheming about like how to tie up this vote. Because now that we know Leroy and Casey are the double agents, that means the on- there's only eight teams in there. Wait, no, there's only four teams in there. Excuse me, eight people, four teams that can vote. And two teams definitely want to vote for another two teams. And two teams definitely want to vote for another. So let's freaking tie it up. Let's tie it up and see what happens. Let's make this episode exciting. Give us a tie, please. Yeah, they're all kind of like trying to figure out what could happen. Well, they're Kyle, Amber, B, Big T, and CT are like, Nani and Fessy and um, Cam and Corey are definitely going to vote for one of us. So we have to vote for them. Like they're going to be voting together 100%. Right. But I mean, if it becomes a tie, you know, it's just like they're thinking like, you know, some people are like, you you hear uh, Leroy eventually say something like, well, you think like maybe we'll be the ones since we're we're the uh, what are they? What what happens when you're double agent? We're the double agents. So maybe we'll choose and. But you can't leave it up to that. And then, you know, it seems like Kyle and uh, seems to think that, like, who knows what could happen? That's but, what I think. But, like, who knows what can happen? So tie it the fuck right. up. Like, why the hell not? Your head's on the chopping block. Yeah. I completely agree. I, I think th- this was a fun strategy to watch. It worked out, and I was excited to see it happen. Throw some grit in the gears. Back at the house, Amber B is talking to Casey, and she's like, if I was the house vote, I'd feel a certain way. Casey's, and Nick, can I say? Say something here. I think it was a type of way. A type of way. Yeah, that's that's the annoying phrase that everybody says over and over again. Nick was like, "Don't ever say that to me." I'm done with a type of way. I, I'm just done with it. I I think I think people who are using it now don't realize that like the people who sort of uh, created that language um, are done are not using that terminology anymore it's like it feels over it feels, feels like, outdated it feels like like using like does it feel like yes queen it feels like yes queen it feels like calling things lit it feels like saying you know in 2017 still using the word fleek you know what i mean it just wow, seems like term- that was a deep cut of, well it's, that's what it is and i do feel like feeling some type of way is now on that level of like yeah i'm 31 years old and this is how young people talk right are you guys taking notes because I sure am. Um, and I just feel like these people who are like 27, 28 on this show think that uh, a type of way, it's like in their lexicon and they don't realize that the youth is not using those termino- that terminology anymore. So Casey in you an look inter- old, kick it out of your fucking vocab. Casey in an interview says, I don't owe Amber B anything at this point of the game. Amber B talking to Big T about how shit is different now. Things have changed. In an interview, Amber B says, I know I am no longer working with Big Brother. Casey is now talking to Fessy about Amber B and she's saying she doesn't understand that there are like a few people left to pick from. Fessy in an interview says Amber B has become very entitled in this game because we 
carried her, meaning the Big Brother Alliance. Casey says to Fessy, she takes it very personally. Casey in an interview says, I will have Fessy's back and I will have Nani's back before I have Amber's back. And then we see Kyle talking to CT and Kyle is trying to plan out a little fight for them during deliberation. Kyle has an idea to stage a fight and then to get them to think that they're going to vote a certain and I don't understand Kyle's plan and spoiler alert, Kyle's plan doesn't like come to fruition or make any sense during the deliberation. I think it does. We don't really understand what he's saying. They, 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 they clearly didn't have coverage on all of this. They didn't get the full plan from Kyle. We only got like a th- like two thirds of it, you know, of like what the plan was to stage a fight. They, uh, you got Kyle. Like Amber walks in, is like, yeah, don't pay any attention to what me and CT say because we're just doing some. He's shit. just like, don't talk to Big T, right? Like we're gonna plan. You know, when we actually see the deliberation, it's like n- mild mannered. I think if if this was the plan and that's what they said, I think they did an okay job of sort of showing like there was some cracks in this little alliance. But I don't, I don't think anybody believes that they're working with each other anyway because I don't think they are CT and Kyle. But, you know, I, I want to say something a little bit about this, you know, Fessy and and Casey talking about, you know, Amber's place in this show. I'll be honest, it really, it, 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 it filled me with anger. Oh my goodness, speak on that. To see Casey and Fessy talk about Amber being like the newbie is what Casey said. You're the newbie. This is what happens and blah, blah, blah. Like they are talking and acting this season like they are vets. This is their second season. No, this is Fessy's third, I believe. Um, He, right? He, because he, he was this not Fessy's third or is this I thought Fessy's it was second? his second. I thought the bunker episode. Um, okay, so that was total his first. madness. Okay, you're was right. Both of their first. For some reason, I thought Casey and Fessy. I thought Casey came in the net following season. Josh Fessy. came before them. Right, right. I'm confused, but you're right. You're absolutely right. So this is their second season, and yes, they both did very well last season in the final or whatever. I get it. They're athletes. I get it. They played a good game. But I hate that this is like who the regime, the like the lead regime of the challenge is. Like yeah. two big brother lamos. They're sophomores, to be honest. They're two big brother lamos. You go into the big brother universe and you start throwing around Casey and Casey and Fessy's game. You get Casey. The all you get back from Casey is yeah, wow, one of my top five most boring winners of all time. And all you get from Fessy is like, boy, I didn't understand. You know, when somebody makes a bad, a, a, a particular bad move. On a on a week that they are the head of household, uh, they they call it when a they fessy. fumble their power. They, it's they call a it a fessy. fessy because he was such a fucking wonk on his season. I I don't even know what the word wonk means, but I'm I'm saying lame, bad. He was just a dud on his season. You know who's great from Big Brother? Who? Polly. Paulie, Davon. well, well, Paulie is, you know, I would actually like to see Paulie come back and, and yeah, do of something course. with it. Paulie's a hundred times more interesting, es- than especially Fessy now, and Casey. because Paulie, if you've seen him now, he's like a thick boy, like yeah. like ten C's. Like the guy has put on so much weight and mass 
to like, like compete in the Olympics. And uh, I, I do want to see him. But also, I mean, he was like a complete joke over on Big Brother as well. But Polly puts on a show. Polly knows he's on television. I don't right. think Casey and Fessy exactly. like understand Absolutely. that they're on television. Actually, you're 100% right. That is the difference maker there. And, you know, big, you know, a, a huge winner of the show, Josh. You know, I don't have problems with Josh being on this show and then Josh like ca- like trying to call the shots because Josh had a had a fabulous season of his big brother and he is a huge amount of fun to watch on tv it's not really yeah a big brother josh thing. puts on a show too think about how different like how funny josh's fights are like with devin like devin yelling like what's five times seven and josh like freaking out like compare that to the fight from last week with ct and fessy that was like not interesting at all and fessy's just like yeah you're old dude like even just like I don't know what I'm trying to how say about, here. How about the fact that, like, you know, they kind of lined up as, like, Fessy's the new CT. You know, I that's kind of that. what they do. Like, could there be, like, two more diametrically opposed personalities and, 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 and television characters? Like, literally, Fessy is getting by on his body mass and the fact that he was a Division One football player in college. No charisma, no strategy, uh, and no one likes him. He's not even, like, hooky. He's not even, like, a good <laughs> hook up guy i can't believe how many rants you've gone on tonight you have to put that coffee down you have to at babe. least like Corey, like for his first couple of seasons like would get into a lot of trouble like hooking up with girls yeah and Corey's cheating on so people. fun well you can't complain why would you compare Corey well, and because fessy because they're so different i'm trying to find what fessy's good at like he he hooked up this season and he had some like lady drama this season where he's talking about tori and whatever the fuck that was and then, uh, you know, him and uh, Gabby later in the season. And boring is, again, it's just like, where what is you're he? saying, he's, okay. He's a good athlete. Who the fuck cares? You know what? I will say, I don't think Corey and Fessy are comparable at all. I feel, I think they're very different. They're but ba- They're each other's number one. They're each other's number one. But Corey's hookups were always so fun. First off, Kayla peed in the bed. We'll never forget that. <laughs> Second off, do you remember the footage of Corey and Anissa trying to run off into the beach? Yeah. Yeah, like Another, trying to run away it, was into that, a bush or something. Are you sure? I think that was Camilla and Corey and running off into the ocean. Oh, maybe it was Camilla. I remember. Remember Corey and Anissa in the kitchen. I yeah. mean, Corey puts on a good show. He puts on a goddamn good show. He knows he's on television. Exactly. And Fessy just doesn't get it. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. And Casey and Fessy are just not giving the audience what they want. I like Casey, the audience. Nick and I. I like right. I like Casey. Uh. uh marginally more than i like fessy agreed uh mostly because of her connection to leroy this season I uh, mine is basically because of her like romance line with nani that, that was great line last season that was great and it nothing has come of it this season I and know. that sucks it does <sighs> all right proceed okay so that brings us to the deliberation ct says i'd rather kyle be the house vote kyle begs them not to vote for him Corey says i think it could be a double elimination everyone goes in there and votes i am 100 percent expecting it to get tied up and to see tj give some sort of twist that forces everyone's hand instead ct flips and votes in kyle and amber he breaks the tie right and he basically tells the camera like listen i'm of course i'm gonna go in against uh uh, Kyle, I, I don't trust Kyle, and I prefer to go up against Kyle than anybody else in the house. And to be honest, I think Big T would prefer Amber over anybody else in the house, so I'm doing her a favor too. 
The lies we tell ourselves. Exactly. Casey and Leroy enter and they learn that the classified agents are Amber B and Kyle. They learn that CT is the swing vote. Casey says, wow, Kyle trusted him again. And Leroy says, what an idiot. What an idiot. Another belly laugh from your boy Nick at that point. Uh, Thank you, uh, Leroy. Yeah, what an idiot. He just has no, I guess he just has nothing else. He just has to pretend that uh, CT's on his partner every single episode. And then at the end of every episode, look over at CT and go, you fucked me. I mean, it's like every episode for Kyle so far. Yeah, it sucks that Kyle doesn't have like a social group in the house right now. Because when Kyle has a social group, we get to see him be a lot funnier. This is a lot of him just like kind of not having friends in the house. I wish he had some friends. Uh, In... uh, when Devin was there, they're funny. He I, needs like a a friend. I agree with you. Yeah, he does need. You do want to see him, but I think this is this is a a really good season for Kyle. He showed that he could compete a little bit. He shows that he's he's got balls when it comes to making strategic decisions. Babe, no one questioned whether or not he can compete. He made the f- uh, final his first season. I just think that uh, this, and I think he's had a, a really good series of episodes where he's just been. Uh, hilarious in the interview. And I think this is maybe his best season of television so far. I will say that the comedic talent this season has been really, the bar has been really low. This has maybe been, maybe, you sure? Yeah, and I think that that is why Kyle has shined so much. Because we had Devin in the beginning and then we had Kyle. But in past seasons, Wes has been around a lot longer. Bear was around a lot longer. Just people being funnier in general. I think this is one of the funnier seasons. No. They've made jokes in the edits, though. Remember with the shoe, with Wes getting hit? That was funny. They've they've gone out on a limb on some of the edits. This has not been one of the funniest seasons. I think that it's been one of the funnier seasons. But that's a whole other podcast. Wow. Let's keep going. Um, I don't know where we're at in the note okay yes so they learned that ct is the swing vote leroy calls him an idiot brings us back to the bunks where we see ct talking to kyle and he's like i have a confession i voted for you and then kyle in an interview is like ct is a fucking pussy he was scared about going against fessy so he picked someone in his own alliance ct looks uh and see in the interview in kyle's interview he says ct looks after ct that brings us to the crater um, TJ tells Amber B and Kyle they've been compromised. TJ says to Leroy and Casey, who are you guys putting in and why? He also tells them that they're killing it. He's like, you guys are out there for the fifth time. You're killing it. Yeah, five times. That's very good. That's I mean, big. They, 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 have, they have the best team bar, bar none, but no one's infiltrated them because they're stupid so yeah. i mean you got to break these teams up leroy says i'm not gonna vote for my girl i'm not gonna vote for nani so i'm voting in ct and big t casey says i'm voting in ct and big t and then kyle in an interview says i've been i've beaten ct in a physical elimination before so i'm not trying i'm trying not to freak out too much which is something i had said to you i said to you i don't know why ct's so like amped to go against kyle kyle has sent ct home before Sure, there was another person involved, but like Kyle was the winner there and CT was the loser. So let's keep that in mind. Um, Big T says in an inter- Big T says to TJ, not in an interview, excuse me. She says to TJ, I feel like I was just here the other day and there's nothing I can do about it. TJ says, Tonight is a very is a very important night for the men. To watch their partners compete. Did you mention what they're going to compete in? Not yet, because he hasn't said it yet. Yeah, but we saw it. I didn't see it until he said it, because I was taking notes. When they walked in, you see it. 
Oh. You see the contraption as you walk in. But because but, I I was yeah, okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, go ahead, but we'll we'll reveal it the way that you had it. Did you but when when TJ did this whole like reveal thing, did you like were you tricked? No, I I was like, oh boy, we're just gonna we're gonna. I I really thought we were gonna see Kyle and CT. You in, were tricked in a hall brawl. Um, n- no, I w- I wasn't tricked. I thought it was gonna by be... TJ saying tonight's gonna be a very important night for the guys. Yeah, until it was a super long pause. I was like, okay, it's not gonna be. He's gonna continue talking. I really thought it was gonna be a double. Because I, I figured the next episode was going to be the uh, final and it would have been even. So it yeah. makes sense. If it's just a, a single person's, if it's just one-on-one and, and, you know, if either female or male, that means there's a rogue agent, which would make no sense to me that the following episode would be the final, which means there has to be another challenge and crater for the following episode. And then I'm like, how many episodes did they squeak out in the COVID era? And it turns out a lot because that's exactly what's going on. So yes, it is a hall brawl and it is Big T versus Amber B. Amber B has already won a hall brawl, taking out Amber M way earlier in the season. So now Amber B, who is, let's not forget, a rugby player, uh, has gets the opportunity to go up in a hall brawl against the two smallest girls in the house. Yeah, Amber M and Big T were definitely the teeniest, tiniest girls, and Amber B goes against both of them, and she beats both of them. That's right, folks. Big T goes home. Sorry to, uh, if you hadn't seen the show, and that's what, and that's what we learned about yeah, it. Yeah, I, I say it without any sort of pageantry, because it was... It sucks. It sucked. It sucked to watch. It wasn't fun. Nobody wants Amber B here over Big T. This was Big T's season. She was the absolute star of the entire season. This was the Big T arc season. She had like the A plot of so many episodes. Uh, I applaud you, Big T. Uh, huge comeback for your, what was this? Is this her third? I think it's her third, yeah. Third season. She's made a mark on the show now. She has a full-on character. She's uh, People you know, love her. People Cass love clearly her. loves her. She'll be back. I want her to be back. And and just, I hope while watching this stuff from Big T, uh, from CT, that she doesn't think CT's her best friend because- Personally, I think it's complete bullshit, and I think that CT, at this point, when Big T loses and goes home, he couldn't be more thrilled with the fact that he is not her partner anymore. And I would just like to piggyback off of this. Yeah, it sucks to see Big T go home. I don't want to see that. She's completely won me over. Um, But it also just sucks to see Amber B just do a hall brawl again. It's like, yeah, we already already went through this once. So TJ says, Amber, you won. Do you want to stick with your partner or do you want to infiltrate a team? She. Well, what's this character? It's it's called I'm Trying to Stay Awake Now, but I didn't have cold brew character. Hey, you want you want to drink my uh, the end of my cold brew? I can't believe you drank all that, babe. Okay. She uh, she thinks about it for a second and then she does what, Nick? She decides that she's going to steal Fessy, which is a great move for her. Um, uh, what that means is Kyle now doesn't have a partner. And so, uh, wait, before you get into Kyle, mm -hmm. Fessy hates it. Fessy hates it. Fessy hates it. But he also clearly thinks that the fact that he was stolen three times 
it means he's like the greatest challenger yeah. because he mentions last episode uh, in an interview during the altercation in the igloo with CT that CT was never stolen and that uh, Fessy was stolen a bunch because Fessy's so much better than CT. I mean, yes, that is true. I would take Fessy over CT in some sort of physicality, really any physicality, but it's also because Fessy has like a, a, a womb, a safety womb of Big Brother and everybody in Big Brother or and anybody who's attached to the Big Brother Alliance has excelled in this season, uh, including Amber B. So I, I don't know. Um, I, I think it was a smart move on Amber B just being like, hey, listen. And she says this, you know, Fessy's been saying my name all season. Guess what? Now you're attached to me. And honestly, I think this is, even though he's pissed, I think this is an upgrade for Fessy. I, I do think that Amber B is a stronger physical competitor than Nani is. What do you think about that? Mm, I mean, it's hard for me to tell, to be honest, because I've only seen her with Darrell, who's like the best ever. And they want, did they win? They won once. They did win. And I have only seen her in the hall brawl where she's going up against these tiny little hundred pound things. So I don't know. I, I feel like Nani's got the advantage of having been there. Has she been in a, in a final? Nani's definitely been in a final. I don't even know. If she Pause has. this right now. Pause this right now. Are we going to be able to find it out? I can't string this out longer than it is, folks. At the very end, we're pausing. All right. Okay, we are back. And apparently she has seen one final, which is free agents. Okay, That was a long time ago. Long time ago. Okay, so... um. I just, I think I would just take Amber. I, I just don't necessarily have much faith in Nani. I'm sorry. I just don't. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah. Babe, we will root for Nani until the very end. I, I'm rooting for her. I absolutely would root for her. So, so uh, basically, you get Nani basically saying, like, yeah, listen, CT, I love you, but I'm coming back home, Kyle. And Kyle is so fucking pissed. He drops to his knees and screams, why? And CT is so excited because now CT gets to be the rogue agent. Which means he can't go into elimination next week. Right, which basically in his mind, and he says this in an interview, I think I'm in. I think I'm in the final. Yeah. We get a little uh, uh, soundbite from Leroy and Casey saying that was so stupid. We don't know what they were really referring to, but they did make it seem like the choice that Nani made was very stupid. And Nani's whole thing is like, listen, I want to win, but I also want to have fun while I'm competing. And I I really feel like Kyle is the best uh, person for me. We've seen since uh, she hasn't been with Kyle and and her partner, uh, um, you know, uh, who was her partner before Fessy? Josh went home. Uh, she has not been happy with her partners and yeah. everything, and she wants somebody who's fun and, and and easygoing and 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 helps her along. And that's she sees that in Kyle, and she loves Kyle. She wants Kyle back, and uh, Kyle actually looks over at uh, um, uh, Nani at one point and says, "I hate you." Yeah, <laughs> that was I, really funny. I, I enjoyed. Uh, me too. Um, TJ tells everybody, you're right there. You're right there at the end. Don't give up. Dangerously close, I believe he says. Corey in an interview says, everyone here is on edge. We're at the, we're almost at the final. Kyle Donani says, I hate you. You could have sent me to the final. And you know, I see when they, when, when they don't say, hey, everybody's in the final. Uh, 
I, the look on Cam's face, the fact that, which I assume I'm attributing to the fact that TJ has not told him they're in the final, is pure misery. Yeah, it does not look Just happy. pure misery. Like, I have to continue. I have to, we have to do another one week of this shit. Like, come on. I want to go home. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty insane. But that is the episode. Yep. We get a little uh, uh, preview of next week. Doesn't look like a final. No, and it doesn't that. look like Amber B is that happy. So uh, that is the episode. We'll see what happens. It seems like we're going to get maybe another four four episodes out of this series. I don't really know how they're going to uh, stretch it out or what they're going to do for the reunions. But, God, I, I'm smelling the reunion soon. You know I love a reunion. But we do have a final to get to, and I hope this one's as exciting as uh, TJ says it is. Um, make sure that you uh, are, uh, if you if you care to give us a review, give us five stars instead of uh, three stars and say, why do you watch the challenge if you if you hate it? I, I pick apart the challenge because I love it, folks. If I hated this fucking show, why would I talk about it? I love it. I've seen every single episode of it. Every episode of the challenge. Make sure that you're listening to us on every Monday for our main apps. We will be dropping another one on Monday. We just dropped the second of two March bonus episodes over on our Patreon. If you want more of Nick and Ash and the Reality Blows podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash reality blows and sign up for our bonus tier. Five bucks a month gets you two bonus episodes a month. Uh, we're really happy for the peop- uh, uh, about the people that have joined us over there, and we want you to join us too, so get on over there. It's a lot of fun. That is all we have for you today, folks. As always, may TJ tell you that you're dangerously close to something. Bye. Hey, you're not going <laughs> to? That's it? Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.